morning, contrarians. Friday morning, February 16th, 6.30 a.m. Well, stocks rallied yesterday, shrugging off softer than anticipated retail sales, quite a bit softer than anticipated, as a matter of fact. And then after the close, we had some positive earnings from Applied Materials and Coinbase. but And those stocks are moving higher in the pre-market. Less positive were Toast and Draft Kinks. As we look at our board of indicators at this hour, everything is a little bit all over the place. We have stock index futures moving higher, led by tech. The NASDAQ is up six-tenths of 1%. S&P futures up two-tenths of 1%. Russell, which tracks small caps, is flat. Commodities are mixed. The big move up is in copper, up 1%. That is uh, a little surprising, apparently out of nowhere, but I didn't look into it very closely. WTI crude oil is down around 1% to trade around $77 a barrel. Bonds are seeing a little bit of selling. We have the two-year yield up four basis points to 4.61%, while the 10-year is up three basis points to 4.27%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. Cryptos are weirdly flat amid all of this, even after the Coinbase news, and Bitcoin is unchanged at 52,300. So in terms of known events today, a couple of important economic data releases to watch. First of all, on the inflation front, producer prices are out at 830, and this can be seen as a leading indicator for consumer prices. As we saw earlier in the week, consumer prices came in hotter than anticipated. Well, the premise here is that producers simply pass higher costs off to consumers. Thus, the PPI, the producer price index, is a leading indicator. Under that theory, it doesn't always work out that way, but there you go. And the numbers we're looking for here, an increase of 0.1% month over month is expected to headline PPI. That is an increase from last month when we saw a decline of 0.1%. And then core PPI, which excludes food and energy, that is also expected to rise by the smallest increment on measure, 0.1% month over month. That's after no change a month ago. So a little bit of an increase there in these producer prices. And uh, where that leaves the, the annualized figures, the, the headline PPI is still expected to drop down below 1% to 0.6%. It was at one and even 1% last month. And that sounds very uh, pedestrian, 0.6%. Core PPI is a little higher. It's expected to drop to one6 year over year from 1.8. And then we have the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey. That is out at 10 a.m. This is the flash reading, which means it's the first one, which means it's the more important one because... The second one just really confirms what was in the first. And the number that we're looking for here is an even 80.080. That's the number that's attached with this. That's what economists are expecting. That will be an increase from 79.0 seen last month. I don't understand what this number is based off of. Uh, so I couldn't, I, I don't know what it means. But if it moves up or down, I guess that means the consumer is more or less confident. And there's a bunch of uh, information that's published with this as well. 
that is worth checking out when that is out at 10 a.m. And speaking of the consumer, I recorded the most recent uh, podcast guest last night. I have edited that and made it live, made it uh, publish it for you and you only. And I raise this because the guest had some very interesting things to say about the consumer and about the economy more generally. And he actually picked up on some, or his firm, I should say, they picked up on some some signals here in the economy, some data that is not in the most widely watched stuff that is released every month that I track. And it's not good news, <laughs> frankly. And it's worth giving this guy a listen. Uh, the individual's name is Ted Oakley. He's the founder of Oxbow Advisors. I've linked you to that. Please do Give it a listen if you haven't already. Really worth checking out. Yeah. Crazy train. So, why? Yeah, yeah. All right. The stock market clearly took yesterday's retail miss as a positive sign. Presumably, the the calculation here is that it raises the possibility of Fed rate cuts. The premise here is that the economy is slowing and the Fed needs to cut. The only problem with that line of thinking is that it conveniently ignores the fact that if growth is slowing, economic growth then that will ultimately be bad for corporate earnings. So there are two possible examples of magical thinking going on here, at least from what I can tell. First of all, that the Fed will ride in and cut rates just because of one soft retail report. And secondly, that this will be good for earnings. And on the first of these, we've been playing this Fed pivot game for some time. I mean, you can go back more than a year and look to Fed pivot hopes in the market. And all every time they they didn't work out. Now eventually the Fed is going to cut rates if economic growth slows and inflation drops more. Specifically inflation. So far we've had a drop in inflation without economic growth. Could that be just because the economic growth is at a lag? It could. And the question is when the Fed will cut rates. March is off the table next month. May, maybe, but inflation is still higher than where the Fed needs it to be before they can cut. So, And we saw that earlier in the week with the CPI. Maybe the PPI today will reverse that narrative. It might, but it won't change the fact that the CPI is still too high to cut rates. And one retail miss does not change that. And on the second point here, we've seen that by the time, historically, by the time that the Fed does come in and cut rates, it's usually too late to rescue the bull market. We saw this in 2020. That was an outlier because that was an exogenous shock. But we certainly also saw this in 2008 and in 2000. By the time the Fed was cutting the party was already over. The one time this didn't happen in recent memory was 2018, and then the market was far less frothy than it is now. So that's kind of the weird 
crazy magical thinking here going on by the market from what I can tell in, in reaction to yesterday's retail report. Market's smarter than I am, so I'm not going to second guess it, except I guess I just did. And could there be more upside here, especially for tech? Yes, of course. Could it even be significant? Sure. But you need to buy the argument that we are in the la- that we the this last stage of the bull market has the most dramatic gains. People have made that argument, and it certainly happened in the past. In 1999, for example, at that point, the party came. The big party came well after all of the the major economic growth in 1999, and it was just then at a fevered pitch. But for every time, every 1999, we have a 2007 or a 2019 or even a 2022 when things just kind of ground to a halt without the last bubblicious fever pitch raging stage of the bull market where speculative assets like tech were going insane. You have speculative assets like Bitcoin going insane now. So maybe there is that. And indeed, uh, Bitcoin has been a, a solid leading indicator for stocks and it's been going up and up. But watch that space. I've said for a long time that I thought Bitcoin would drop and fall apart, actually. And not just Bitcoin, all cryptos before uh, the, uh, stocks did. That's not happened. But there is a chance that we've already witnessed this last final melt-up stage. If you look at stocks like NVIDIA, Microsoft, Meta, etc., and others, any, any AI chip stock, really, anything with AI in its name. So you could certainly argue that, that we've had that stage already and that it's, it's over. All the growth is, is, is priced in. And there's no way that these companies are going to continue to beat earnings and move higher. But we said the same thing a month, a year ago. So there's that. Timing these things is is next to impossible, but it doesn't really look all that good. And again, the main economic data so far is continuing to show growing economy. Although yesterday's retail sales did not. And we're going to see now what today, what comes out of the Michigan consumer sentiment and then on inflation. So a bunch of things going on here and that makes this a pretty busy Friday. And I've talked for 11 minutes, which is way too long. And I will shut up and leave it there, but not before wishing you a healthy and happy weekend and look forward to speaking to you all again next week. See you then. Bye.